Hey man, it's another beautiful day, man. It's also, hey man, this this is part two pod. We fresh off the red hot HBCU pod that's that's dropping first. We are here again, barbershop mentality. We might be right. This is your man Julius Rock. I'm here with my man P. Mag- Maga P is all out in systems. We're back to support the progressiveness of Black excellence. And speaking of Black excellence, P, who is your Black excellence, sir? Black excellence for this week today, December 11, 2022, is going to be my son, my Let's own go. flesh and blood, Carlos Griffin. Not because he did anything spectacular on the football field. His team actually lost the state championship game. My son was benched. It was undisclosed to him during the time that they were preparing for the game that he was benched. When they came to him in the game, and they came to him with that fuck shit and said, this is not how the game is going to go for you. My son said, y'all didn't explain this shit to me. I'm not rocking with that. I'm not cool with that. There's no respect. I'm 18. I'm a man. Respect is a two-way street. If I'm not going in, I'm not going in. If y'all going to put me in, put me in. But if I'm not going in, I'm done. My son said, I'm done. Don't put me in. He looked at his coach all night. His team needed him. My son leads the team in tackles in the secondary. My son leads the team in interceptions. There was missed tackles last night. We got boogied on by a great running back. Uh, Deshaun Buchanan committed to Idaho. Idaho Vandal, shout out to them. Ran all over him last night. Their leading tackler in the secondary was missing. Dropped interceptions last night. Their leading interception getter was on the sideline, proving a point. My son is a senior. This was his last high school football game. He is committed to Army. Uh, he, will, he will be signing with them on the 21st and will continue his football career. So this is inconsequential to the game of football. But this is about taking a stand as a man. You could have communicated with him, coach, before the game and told him he was benched because he had the flu during the week and he missed the practice. You didn't do that. You didn't give him any indication that he wouldn't start. You could have put him in after the first possession when there was a 40-yard touchdown that was bombed on your safety. You didn't do that. You could have put him in after the second possession when they missed tackles and allowed a 40-yard running touchdown. You didn't do that. When he asked you if he was going in after the third possession, you didn't give him an answer. You told him, yeah, we'll get you in. When you didn't put him in after the first quarter ended, he stood on business. He said, I'm not going in. I'm done. He took his helmet off. I don't raise raise a quitter. This ain't about quitting. This is about respect. This is about dignity. This is about... Standing on your principles as a man. You could have had, you could have handled the situation a lot differently, but you didn't. And I taught my son to be a man of respect, be a man of dignity, be a man of honor. Honor your word. You told him you're not going back in, don't go back in. And the third and the fourth, you had some key injuries. You needed them. You asked him to go in. He told you no. He stood on business. I respect you, son. I'm proud of you. That's my black excellence. Raise kings, don't raise doormats, people. And my black excellence goes, I have two black excellence. One black excellence goes out to Brittany Griner. Um, happy you, you are home um, and safe. Um, my second one goes out to uh, Lamar Jackson for recognizing that put yourself first, King. Do not let the Ravens trick off on you and profit off you. So shouts out to Lamar Jackson for sitting it down until Christmas Eve when you're damn sure ready to go because they will damn fuck you at all costs. So shouts out 
to Lamar Jackson. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Some topics we just kept pushing down, uh, kicking out the can. But uh, first things foremost, um, Heisman was last night. Um, Kayla Williams, you know, who, who who was a recipient recipient of Black QB of the Week from last year's pod, um, multiple recipient of a Black QB for the week, won the Heisman. Um, this makes what the fourth Heisman Trophy winner for Blinken or the third or wh- which one is this? Uh, this should be Baker, Come Kyler, on. and now Caleb. Because Jalen Hurts did not get it when he was there. Jalen did not get it. So this is this is the third. This is the third one in six years. Um, give me your thoughts on Caleb. Did, did, did the, now I will say this: I felt like the committee kind of screwed Drake May and Hendon Hooker, but that's neither here or there. But you know, give me your thoughts on this. Was this the right call? My thoughts, my thoughts are this is the correct call. As long as Max Duggan and and Stetson Bennett didn't get it, I was cool with who they selected. So I don't think this, I don't think it should have been there. Listen, if as far as notable quarterback play goes throughout the country, it's only a handful that you could have selected. I mean, when you look at the resumes of all of these guys, they really don't stand up to winners of the past, realistically. Yes. Um, so I guess in that regard, you would say that this selection was kind of weak. If you wanted to put Blake Corm in it, I'm real big on running backs winning the Heisman, man. I remember last year I had Kenneth Walker being my Heisman favorite, and look what he's doing yeah. in the league now. Um, Blake Corm should have been there. Maybe you could have went defensive with it, um, but – if you were going to give it to a quarterback, then I think these were the correct group of quarterbacks that you had to put in. Hendon Hooker could have got it, but then the injury and then, you know, the slip-ups against, you know, the the Gamecocks at the end kind of hurt, hurt his position. And I don't think so, man. Just, no, not for, not for our perspective of how we feel about him as an actual quarterback. Because when we do it, when we look at quarterbacks, we look at the total picture, the skill set, decision-making. Yes. We don't really factor in team success, right? Um, yes. But this committee does. They factor in a lot of shit that I don't think they should factor in. And, um, yeah, I just think from, from the standpoint there, you couldn't really give it to Max Duggan because as much as you admire him going into the playoffs – um, I just don't think that you could justify giving it to him over a CJ Stroud or 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 Caleb Williams. So, um, well, 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 you know something, and I don't mean to cut you off. I personally feel like nobody had a Heisman moment out this class, not a soul, unless you want to use Caleb Heisman moment against Notre Dame or um, Sesson Bennett. If you you know you, if you just want to say he we do four touchdowns SEC championship game, um, Stroud. I, I mean. Ohio State and buzz sawing people. Um, Duggins lost his last game, but I feel like nobody had a bona fide Heisman moment. Like, what is the game that said he should win the Heisman? I think Caleb won it because he's the best player out of this group, but you know, it's kind of like by default. But I could see if, if you want to put him and Hooker in this conversation, if you want to put Drake May in this conversation, I felt like those two individuals should have been in New York personally. No, I could I can't argue that. I can agree with that for sure. Um, but we just know we know the way we look at it and our perception of it is not the way these listen, the way we thought it was gonna go down. We thought motherfucking Stetson Bennett might have moonwalked out that bitch with the high. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought Stetson Bennett was gonna, <laughs> I thought Stetson Bennett take that thing home, buddy. Oh buddy, oh buddy. It's, it's, it's something about those eyes, man. 
Those eyes get them weak in the knees. But uh, let me ask you this. So um, who is your, tw- if you were just to shoot from the hip, who is your 2023 Heisman Trophy winner? Shoot from 20, the hip. 2023 Heisman Trophy winner. Just shoot from half court. No thinking, just shooting. I give it to Caleb again. I would give it to Caleb Williams again. I I think it's going to be someone from the SEC. I don't know who, but it will be somebody from the SEC because they got to bring it back home. I, I, I don't know who to, but it will be somebody from the SEC. Um, if, if we were to pivot onto something else, um, transfer portal dropped last Monday. Trap is booming, okay? Notable names to, not gonna lie, a couple of names kind of shocked me. Um, DJ leaving Clemson did not shock me. Um, O'Leary leaving NC State shocked me. Um, Spencer Sanders leaving Oak State shocked me. Um, a lot of boys left the portal. Now, I have two questions, okay? Now, I don't mind the transfer portal because coach can do what they want to do. But my two questions is, the first question is, should there be some modification to this transfer portal? And number two is, where do you, what, what is your hot take landing spot for some of these kids in the transfer portal? Um, to answer the first question, no, I don't think that there should be modifications to this transfer portal. I actually think they're getting it right. Um, okay. there, there are some caveats happening with this current portal that typically would not occur in the future. Right now, it's the wild, wild west. Because of COVID, yes. because of the extra eligibility year that it gave uh, kids, the, the scholarship numbers are off a little bit. So what the NCAA has done is they've removed the restrictions for signing classes to be limited to 25 players. As long as your final scholarship amount number is 85 or whatever it is, if you have sanctions like USC did in the past, as long as that final number is 85, you can sign as many people as you need in this class. There used to be a limit on a number of transfer you could sign. I believe when it first opened up, you could only sign seven transfer players to it inside of a class. Um, now there's no limits because the numbers are just so screwed up. So I think the craziness that we're seeing will be limited once they put those restrictions back in place. Um, they've made some great changes, I think, to the transfer portal where if you are a player who transfers to another school, you get accepted and that transfer goes through you are on scholarship until you graduate. That coach can't take your scholarship from you if something goes wrong. So you're at least getting that part secured. Uh, I believe there's also a GPA requirement in order to enter the transfer portal. I think you got to have a 3.5 GPA. Um, They allow you to go into the portal at any time. If your coach gets fired or if your coach leaves from the school, you can go into the portal at any time. Other than that, there's two portal windows. Right now, from the, the beginning of December until... Uh, the end of the month, I believe, there's a transfer portal window, and then there's a transfer portal window after spring ball. Um, it gives you a chance to get with your school, see where you stack up, get into the two deep, see how the depth chart shakes out. So I think that in all, the transfer portal is great. Um, 
the numbers are crazy right now, but it's not because of the transfer portals, because of the pandemic. And as as high schoolers start to realize they they football mortality and everyone gets rid of this D1 or bus mentality, you'll start seeing these numbers edge out. Um, I think I read a report where it said 59% of FBS players that go into the transfer portal 59% of them do not go back to the FBS. 59% of them will either matriculate down to the FCS, matriculate down to lower levels, D2, or NIAI, or to such, or they just leave football altogether. So 60% of these motherfuckers going this portal is not going back to the same level of football. And this is going to trickle all the way down until it evens out. You're going to have a lot of great D2 programs. You're going to have a lot of great JUCO programs. You're going to have a lot of great NAIA programs because of this. And at, at a certain point, high schoolers are going to realize getting to college is going to be more difficult than I thought. Unless I'm a stud, I got to figure something else out. And I think it evens out at the end of the day. So, you know, I, I love the portal. It gives the players freedom. Um, to to have the ability to make a decision for their future. Um, and that's long when it's, yeah, that, I think the portal is fine the way it's set up. Obviously, they're probably going to do something to fuck it up, but that's that. Um, and what, what, what was the second part of the question? Second part of the question is, well, let me answer that, then I'll bring the second then we'll, I'll Okay, yeah, work. Right, yeah. Um, I, I am for the transfer portal, but I will say this. I think that Jesus, I don't want to be old head. Freshmen that do not play do not need to enter the transfer portal. They need to ride it out at least one year. Get your credits. If you feel like this ain't for me after one year of spring ball, go. But you make this decision in May as opposed to making this decision after one year. That's just my honest opinion, especially if you're rich. If you read straight, you didn't play it down, finish the year off. You know what I mean? Just finish the year off, look at the lay of the land. You be, because what I don't want is, I, I, I feel like sometimes kids fuck themselves up because everybody in the portal, and just because you're in the portal don't mean they want you. You know what I mean? That's my first part of the portal. I also believe that you should not be able to go also with freshmen um, and underclassmen. You got to ride out the bowl game. Now, I hold that same energy for the coaches. I feel like coaches can't be, a, can't, can't. Coaches, you started this shit, you got to fucking finish this shit through the bowl. After the bowl, peace the fuck out. You know what I mean? I, I, but if you have a high, if you have your degree, bye. You know what I mean? That That's just my opinion. That's just me. Because what I what I think happens sometimes in these bowl games, when uh, it, it you know it has the portal so congested that it's fucking up high school recruiting, and if we can just sit some kids down and make a ride this shit out, especially if you have a big dog, finish that shit out for a year and then go. That that's just my opinion. What do you think about it? Um. I'm okay with that too. I wouldn't have a problem if they put a limitation on it. Actually, you know, no, I, I hear where you're at. I understand what you're saying, but I still think just giving people the freedom to flow the way you can only do it one time. So if yeah, you yeah, 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 and you make that move, you can only transfer one time without penalty. So I think 
you know, if you make that move and you fuck up and you're stuck, you're stuck. But I also believe that's why they put that rule in for the current, the receiving. If you get a transfer and you move and you fuck up, now you a student. You got to finish your degree before you want to move. So that gives the kids the incentive to at least secure your future uh, academically. Um, so so I, I'm really, I really don't want any restrictions. Like if a kid wants to bounce, go ahead and bounce. We all make mistakes. Shit. I, I'm an adult. I made mistakes yesterday, right? If I, I don't want kids to have to live in some shit that they can get out of. If it's a situation you can't get out of, then you got to man up and you got to handle it. But if it's a situation you can change, why create trauma by keeping you in a situation you don't got to be in? Okay, that's fair. Um, My next one. Um, it was the transfer portal surprises, right? Who you're hot to, who can shake the room in college football? I got one. I got. I, I thought about this. I fuck it. I'll go. I think that. I think the best quarterback in the portal right now is Spencer Sanders or Dave O'Leary. Okay, or Daniel O'Leary, whatever the hell his name is. Dave O'Leary, Daniel O'Leary, whatever. Right from NC State. I've been seeing two schools that got the eyes in the portal heavy. You know, of course, the Notre Dame quarterback has gotten a portal. Um, Pitt quarterback's gotten a portal. Oh, 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 buddy from Virginia. He's nice, too. Um, if Dave O'Leary or Spencer Sanders gets at Georgia or Notre Dame, it is scary fucking hours. It is spooky. You, whoever is out there, you must stop this at all costs. Now, Georgia's a little occupied. Now, Georgia's got Georgia got a little occupied, but they're in the, but you know, that nasty Kirby Smart is just out here making it shake, man. Dave, Dave O'Leary or Daniel O'Leary cannot go to Georgia or Notre Dame, but I feel like Black Excellence Mark Free, Marcus Freeman is going to strong arm one of these damn quarterbacks to come to Notre Dame because he's serious. He's serious business. He not going out like a hoe again. That's just my hot take. Listen, no, I agree with you. Um, the biggest surprise for me in the, the transfer portal was definitely Spencer Sanders. But I'm going to tell you the most intriguing entry into the transfer portal. It's going to okay. be Justin Flo from Oregon. Oh, yes. Justin Flo from Oregon. We already know where he's going. Let's not fool ourselves. This is just yeah. a formality. Justin Flo's in and up down there at USC with Lincoln. He's going back home. He's a Southern Cal kid. I don't think he's going there. No, listen, USC is making a push to shore up their defense because the only thing that's holding them back from a national championship is defense. I think Justin Flo is going to 305 in my yo-yo. Oh, you think he's going to follow? Uh, I don't, I I don't think, think so, man. I think he's seeing what they got going on, on at USC. and they, they need him at USC. The linebackers, they, they need tackling at USC. They need they him. Do. Now, as long as he's healthy, he's a first-rounder. As long as he's healthy, he's a first-rounder. And I believe – Think of, I mean, remember USC old. Like, we remember Reggie Bush. You remember Carson yeah. Palmer and all. But they had defense. Yeah, they defense, had yes. defense. Yeah, so, they, they were arguably linebacker you for a little bit. Absolutely. So yes. 
I, to, for me, but, from a football but, perspective, wait, 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 wait. it but, makes but Lincoln, sense. Lincoln don't got a DC. Listen, and you can he, have talent, but you gotta, but you gotta goddamn play chess with the talent. This is my issue. You, Lincoln, if if Lincoln, we all know Lincoln is RC Cola, right? Lincoln does not want a playoff game. Every single game that he's been in, his defense has tricked it off. But he keep hiring the same motherfuckers. So it's it's at some point you gotta let that loyalty go. Like you can get a Justin Flow, you can get a DJ brother, you can bring all these dogs in here. But if you don't got somebody goddamn making it shake from a defensive coordinator standpoint, it doesn't matter. In my opinion, no, you you're right. But I just feel like these kids, they know what time it is. They know that they are the reason for the season. So, I mean, or, 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 I mean, Dion is at Colorado. Justin Flo might be headed. He might, he might be headed to Boulder. I don't know. I see USC as a realistic choice because he's a Southern Cal kid. Everyone thought he should have went to USC, but he did not and ended up at Oregon. And now his time at Oregon is done. So. Man, let's pivot to, um, let's pivot away from college a little bit. Um, about a month or two ago, we were a little behind, but about a month ago, we were supposed to do a little check-in on two people. Um, we, you know, we we you know, we want to be fair because one of them is black, you know. But when we smell mid, if it walks like mid, it talks like mid, smells like mid, it might be mid. Um, Justin Herbert and Russell Wilson, P. We were going to do a temperature check to see what the vibes were, correct? Yes, we were. We, we wanted to see if, you know, w- was it mid? Was it musk? What is it? I'm going to start by Russell Wilson. Now, Russell Wilson, the Denver Broncos, what, what is Denver record? Denver is about three and nine. Don't have any first rounders because they traded for Russ. Lost to the Lamar list, uh, Ravens, uh, nine to ten of all things. Have not won a game since Halloween. They've scored four touchdowns, three touchdowns in the last four weeks. Yes, they have that. The last time they won a game, it and before Halloween, the last time they won a game was September. They're not a good offense now. Some of that is injuries to wide receivers. Some of that is incompetent coaching. At the end of the day, Russ, you told us you was him. Russ is 16th in passing in the NFL with eight touchdowns and five interceptions. The last, the Russell has not, I don't, oh, whoa, holy shit. I, I'm, I'm pulling the game log up, man. Russ is not thrown for 300 yards. Oh, no, my fault. He threw for 300 yards the first game, and then he's just been scratching for 275 ever since. He's thrown for 275 one time since then, and that was against Tennessee in the L. Um, If it smells like mid, it walks like mid, it is mid. Russell is mid, but Russell got to go through this as a black quarterback for him to fully understand his goddamn position because Russell don't understand his place. He's learning his place right now. You got to get it out the mud for black excellence. You, It's bigger than you. 
as a black quarterback. And you can't expect to be considered at that table of, of, of privilege when you ain't put the work in. You got to demand your damn respect. And I and I feel like Russell tricked me. Well, what do you think? Russ did not trick me because okay. this is who I always believe Russell Wilson to be. Okay. I've never been a huge fan of the skill set. I always thought that Pete Carroll was the reason for the season. Uh, but now I've been kind to Russell because he is black and we, we need to protect our, our, our quarter blacks. Um, but I just but we never can't protect this. We can't protect this. We, this is damn. out in the open. Uh, the, the, the clothes are on the lawn. Uh, the windows in the car busted out. They got cheaters spray painted on the back side of the car. We, we can't hide this. We can't, we hide, can't this. hide this. This is Medu de Chateau fragrance mid. Yes. Um, I will say I'm surprised that I did not think that it would be this bad. I did not expect the Broncos to succeed because we thought that the AFC West was going to be just this gauntlet of struggle between these giants. Absolutely. And, and it's actually turned out to be the opposite. The only team holding up their end of the bargain in this conference is the Chiefs. Um, yes. And if it wasn't for Russell Wilson being so bad, Josh McDaniels would probably already be fired. Absolutely. Um, and we'll get to Josh McDaniels in a minute. Oh, we shall get to Josh McDaniels in a minute. Um, but this is what happens when you get crowned way too early from a team project that you did not contribute to in a significant manner. That's true. The, hi the hierarchy of success in Seattle for the entire team was Legion of Boom, Marshawn Lynch. Those could have been interchangeable at any point in time. Legion of Boom, Marshawn Lynch, Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson. Actually, let me let me actually go deeper than that. Legion of Boom, Daryl Bevel, Marshawn Lynch, Pete, and then Russ. Russ yes. is like the fifth or sixth option on that team at that point. That and, yeah. and that was where my disdain for Russell Wilson came because oh, we lauded over Russell Wilson. He's such a winner. He's yeah. this and he's that. And I'm gonna be honest with you, a lot of the hate came from the way we saw Cam Newton get treated when he was carrying a damn team on his back. And we saw Absolutely. Russell was getting treated with adoration, right? We saw Cam embrace young Jeezy and future and all this shit that that came with being black and being the culture and russell wilson got the adoration that he was not a part of the culture and he you, he did not embrace the culture and you, you want to know what's what was funny um cam has sons as much as we you know privately give cam do shit cam has a lot of children walking around this nfl cam is the gucci man in the nfl right now he is Russ has none. Russ has no kids. And you would think that the way the media portrayed it was, do you want to, these kids want to be like Russell? No. They want to be like Cam Newton. If you look at the Jalen Hurts, the Lamar Jacksons, the um the the Josh Allen's the Josh Allen's, the Deshaun Watsons, these guys Justin, the Justin Fields. Fields, these guys are literally carbon copies of cam newton not they're only that they tell you their inspiration is cam newton yes 
Yes, absolutely. Tyler Haneke, I saw this, and, and, and you know my agenda against Ron Rivera. They asked, they had, a, I saw an interview that says, who's the most famous person on your phone? Tyler Haneke, starting quarterback for Washington Commander, said Cam Newton. That lets <laughs> you know that he has a massive impact, even though he's breaking our hearts. He has a massive impact. Russ got to get, Russ got to deal with this. Every black quarterback dealt with some shit. Russ was always coddled and protected, whether it's by media and media start getting, you know, and it was some guys that was getting in Russ's ass the last couple of years about him not being good enough and shade rule women that just love the relationship with him and his wife. But Russ has been playing mid. Russ, I'm going to be honest with you, buddy. You got to find a way to get the 15 touchdowns. Don't know how you're going to do it, but you got to find a way to get the 15, 20 touchdowns total. Okay? Find a way. Because what's going to happen next year is you're going to get Hackett fired. Hackett can't be here no more. They're going to bring in some juggernaut to coach you up. If you can't coach with them, Russ, Russell Wilson will be on. uh, uh, This is my opinion. Russell, they're going to draft the quarterback, right? Later rounds, right? They're going to start peeping into the window of 2024, right? They're going to find a way to get up in that 2024 trap, right? If Russ can't get it together, they're going to get Russ the hell up out of Denver. They're going to get it to somebody younger, and they're just going to rock out because this is not how the story supposed to go. Um, Let me pivot to somebody else, Justin Herbert. Now, I thought about this, P. Herbert is fraught. Now, now um, let, let me read some stats out, okay? All right. Now, I try to be fair now, okay? I like to think about things before I say it. Justin Herbert is, he's had a lot of injuries at wide receiver, right? But he's fourth in passing, seventh in touchdowns, 15th in interceptions, 56.6 QBR, right? But the Chargers are, hold on, the Chargers are six and six. Now, is this Herbert? Because they've, 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 you know, christened him as the next one up. Or is this Brandon Staley? I'm going to go ahead and say it's Brandon. I'm going to go ahead and say it's Brandon Staley, but I'm going to also go ahead and say um, they've had a rough goal consistency offensively. Yes. And, and that could be Brandon Staley. That could be Herbert. That could be injuries. But Six and six is the definition of mid, right? Yes. And and there's certain levels to mid, right? There's a mid where it's like, you're not that good. We don't want to, you know, contend with you. But to a lot of people, mid is just, it's just regular. You know, there's value and you can find value in mid. Don't get it twisted. Everybody can't afford gas all the time. Sometimes you just got to get you a pack of mid and roll with it and get you through the times. And right now, Justin Herbert is that valuable mid that just getting you through the time. Now, can they turn to something? I think the Chargers as a whole can become more. And again, the entire AFC West is underachieved minus the Kansas City Chiefs. So this could just be football doing its thing where, you know, expect the unexpected. But I wouldn't say that we put the the course of blame on Justin Herbert. This 
point in time. I will say that you can't mention them with the top fives right now. You know, you can't put his name in in those annals right now. I think right now, I don't even have a top five, but I know Justin Herbert wouldn't be in there. I got a couple names that I would put in there before I get to Herbert. Um, and unfortunately, um, one of the guys I would put in front of Herbert is my arch nemesis. But either here nor there. I, I would put more of this on Staley, and I am actively rooting for Staley's failure because Anthony Lynn wouldn't get to do this. Biennemi can do the same thing. Biennemi can do the same thing. I'm going to take it a step further. I, I, I'm not going to shoot Justin Herbert any bail because they do not shoot Lamar Jackson any bail. Lamar Jackson has been a consistent winner since he's been in the NFL. The only time the Ravens have bottomed out has been when he was hurt in this last year, and he got hurt this year. And, you know, I already know what the agenda is going to be with Lamar Jackson. You know, he's in a lose-lose situation. If he comes back and he does, he looks rusty, you got to go with Huntley, especially if Huntley wins. Because at the end of the day, they just want, everybody wants to prove they're right about Lamar Jackson. But if Lamar Jackson has to go through this, he's a consistent winner. Herbert has got to go through this as well. And you got to figure it the fuck out. Now, granted, Lamar has a little bit more stability with Harbaugh, but if he figures it out, he don't have much weapons on the offensive side of the ball compared to his MVP run. The weapons have just been going and going and going. So you got to figure it out, man. That's just, that's just what I look at. You got to figure the shit out, man. You know, it's got to be everybody but you. And I'm not saying Herbert's playing bad ball, but those empty calories feel kind of math mid 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 Stafford. That's how it kind of feels. Feels kind of Maddie Stafford. The Stafford has a damn uh, Super Bowl ring, yeah, but he was doing everything he can to lose that Super Bowl, and he would have never been in that position if he didn't get to the Rams. That's what I'm thinking about Herbert. A little midi, a little mid Stafford man. Now. Herbert can correct this by getting into the playoffs, but what we're not going to do is act like he's an elite quarterback, and I would not put him over Lamar Jackson because he does not win enough. I think that's fair. Well, don't get it twisted. Baltimore wins because of Lamar Jackson. Absolutely. Los Angeles Chargers win because they have a great team in place. Yes. You have Austin Eckler, you have a great defense. Um, they just been hit with the injury bug and lost some bad games. And listen, Brandon Staley lost some bad games. Anthony Lynn lost some bad games too. Um, let's pivot to speak of Lamar Jackson, man. Um, Lamar Jackson is hurt. He's supposed to return Christmas, Christmas Eve. How would you play this as you were Lamar Jackson? Um, if I was Lamar Jackson, I'd prove my point. I think I might be done for the season. Okay. Okay. I think I might be done for the season. That Prescott got hurt in his contract year the same way. It ended up getting paid. I think Lamar Jackson go ahead and pull that same move. The playbook is the same. Just run the play. Let them figure it out. Let them figure. Uh, this is my opinion. I think Lamar Jackson is a different nigga. 
if the Ravens are in striking distance in in a week, well, probably, yeah, it probably a week. Yeah, one more week. He's coming back because if the Ravens win today, he's coming back because he because he 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 wants to he wants to compete. He wants to win. And but I think to his detriment, if he comes back and he gets hurts hurts again or something major happens, it just pushes it further to low ball Lamar. And I, while I never felt like Lamar was going to get guarantee money, I do feel like he needs to take, you know, the money. It, because I, I feel like they should go back to the negotiation table. They know how valuable he, he is. But, you know, I, I don't want Lamar to go without in Listen, my What I've learned over the last 24 hours, I, we've actually known this for a while, but now through personal experience, in sports, there's no way you can do right by the team and at the same time do right by yourself. Absolutely. There's no possible. Those two things are in constant conflict because they want you to believe that if you're not for the team and you're for yourself, you're selfish and you're not a, you're not a, uh, uh, you're a detriment to the team. You don't bring any value to the team with that attitude. Let me be here to tell you folks in sports and competition. If you don't value yourself, you have no value. Lamar Jackson, value yourself. It don't matter what you do, bro. They're never going, they're never going, you're not going to get that Peyton Man in love. You're not. The 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 skin just ain't in, bro. It's not in. The skin's not in. You got to do right by yourself. You cannot do right by the Ravens and at the same time do right by yourself. And two things are in conflict. You have to do right by yourself. Hold out. At this point now, if the Ravens, the closer the Ravens get, the more he should hold out. Yes. The closer they get, the more he should hold out. Just like last night when it was a tie game, 21-21, and there was eight minutes in the fourth quarter, and my son's team needed safety help. They needed him. My son looked at him and said no. His value was never more higher than at that point. Lamar Jackson, you got to hold out. Yes, I agree. I agree. Off principle, you know what? Off principle alone, because if he does hold out, if he's not ready to go, you sit down, you get the bag, and you make it. And a part of your demands is, I need you. I want to win. Help me win. Figure it out. No, fuck get that. Me ball. You, he can't ask them to help him win because you know what they're going to do? Well, then you got to take a pay cut so we have money to go get other players. Fuck that. I need my money. I need my money, pay me, and then Aaron Rodgers' shit. Figure out how y'all gonna help me win with, with these pennies. Fuck it. Yes. Get your money. You cannot you cannot ask them for help and then ask them for money at the same time. Absolutely. You're right. You're right. You're right. But 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 you, you as an organization can figure out how to upgrade my wide receiver position. Listen, make them motherfuckers do their job. Their job is tied to winning the same way his job is tied to winning. Absolutely. Lamar ain't gonna be the only one getting fired if the Ravens lose. Make them niggas do their job. You're right. You're right. Uh, speaking of somebody else doing their job, let's take a moment to sing the praises of Jalen Hurts. I was an Eagle fan. Eagle, Eagles on my side. Eagles were my main thing. I went back to my main thing. I still parlay with the Eagles because of the because of the sauce and the juice all over there about the Eagles. But you know, P. Hardy just had an epiphany about the excellence of quarter blackness of Jalen Hurts. I want to take this time to uplift Jalen Hurts and say, sir, I saw the vibes last year. 
I, I appreciate the commitment from the Eagles. Now, what I, the Eagles are 11 and one. I have the Eagles running the table. I don't have the Eagles losing no more fucking games moving forward. None. No more games losing for it. I, but the last time I've seen something like this, it was, um, damn, Lamar Jackson on his tear. Now, this is what I do not want. I do not want Jalen Hurts to come up short. He has to finish the mission, and he has to give us the Black Excellence Super Bowl that we were supposed to get in 2015. Jalen Hurts, the ancestors and the culture are with you, sir. We need that. I have levels of ignorance that I need to get off through you, sir. And I am putting all my eggs in. I, this is my hot take. I'm putting all my eggs in Eagles Super Bowl. Eagles, Philly Eagles, 2023 Super Bowl champions. It don't matter who the fuck they run into in the AFC. I got the Eagles win it all, baby. Listen, that's a concept I can get behind. Let me go ahead and say this. Okay. The number one knock on black quarterbacks is what? Well, accuracy. Jalen Hurts is 68%. Ooh. Ooh. Jalen Hurts is at 68%. 20 touchdowns. 20 touchdowns. (laughs) It's better than Josh Allen ever been. 20 touchdowns, three interceptions. Josh Allen can never. Josh Allen can never. Listen, I, I... Julius Rock is right. This week, I came to an epiphany that Jalen Hurts is him, but it's not because of the play on the field. I've seen the play on the field. I've seen the play on the field, and I believe in him. I saw a video where this young brother, and this is what, Jalen Hurts' third year? Yes. I saw a video where this young brother was speaking in a locker room and commanded that entire locker room's attention with respect. Yes. Now, y'all know the NFL is full of alphas. Yes. It's full of dogs and full of killers who don't give a fuck about what you got going on. These alphas stood at attention while this man spoke in his third year in the NFL. Listen, we already knew he had high character from the way he handled himself at Alabama. Yes. We already knew he was, he was a high character dude. He has the respect of men. This is not just a quarterback playing at a high level. This is a man operating at a higher frequency. This is something different. This is something that, listen, Eli Manning never had the Giants like this. And no. y'all, y'all are putting him in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Jalen Hurts has a chance to do shit unseen of in the black quarterback space. I'm just being honest. Let's say, I, I want to say, I want to say Jalen Hurts is first team all him. And with this Super Bowl, I will, I will put him in the him Hall of Fame. I will go and take my money, and I will purchase the Jalen Hurts jersey. I will frame it. I will put it in my house because he is first team all him, and he is in the M Hall of Fame, and that is the black excellence we've been craving for years now. That's all I got to say about Listen, I don't want to hear no talk about I don't want to hear no talk about, oh, well, he's got all these weapons. He's got to succeed. Listen, Josh Allen trashed out for the first two years of his career. They fucked around and gave him some weapons, and now, oh, Josh Allen is so great. Listen, Jalen Hurts showed you he was him before they gave him hymns. He showed you what it was before. You saw Inklings, and he only got better. He did the Lamar Jackson trajectory where eh, maybe, maybe not. And then the second year, he fucking took off. Yes. Jalen Hurts is him. I don't want to hear no talk. I have no reason to believe that what we're seeing is not who he is as a player. 
point blank period. This is what he is. He's only going to get better. I have no reason to believe that this trajectory is going to change and that we're seeing, we're witnessing something that's not real. What we're seeing is real. Jalen Hurts is him. I also, before we pivot to the next one, we wouldn't, we would tolerate no Jalen Hurts disrespect. None. I better not see it. It was a social media. And, and I'm talking about on Lamar level. I would tolerate no Lamar Jackson disrespect. I will tolerate, I took no care of disrespect. I will tolerate no Jalen Hurts slander at all. Get ready for war, you colonizers, okay? Get ready for war because this podcast will tolerate no disrespect of Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields, okay? They are covered by the protection of the ancestors and they will be respected as such. Are we in agreement on that? We are 100% aligned. I'm talking about any stitch of slander towards Jalen Hurts or Justin Fields. We on your ass, okay? Full court press on your ass, okay? We tolerate no disrespect to black actors, okay? The prophecy will be fulfilled, okay? We will get our quarter black. We will have Jalen Hurts Q Dog stepping at the Dash Super Bowl. Streets you need it, okay? Get ready. Um, Let's let's two more things, man. We can pick some picks to get up out of here, man. Um, Josh McDaniels, this is what happens when you just ignore the features. You know, something you know, I always tell women, man, a man to take who he is. Josh McDaniels has told you who he is, he showed you that he was a fraud in damn uh, Denver. He took the coach job and got on the plane. And never fucking. It never came on the plane to come to the to come to the uh, the press conference. He has not looked the same offensive coordinator since Tom Brady left, and lo and behold, that skin got him the Oakland Raiders job. Derek Carr looks midder. You have Devontae Adams. You lost to Baker Mayfield, and Baker had like three days of practice. You got these people running around here thinking Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback. You are a fraud, Josh McDaniels, but because of your your, your ethnicity, you will get another year. But I'm just letting you know that you're a fraud. The Patriot way is a lie. Bill Belichick is a fraud. You got to quit stealing money, sir. You, you, you got to quit stealing money. Give it back. You're, Brett, you're the Brett Favre of the NFL right now. You're just taking money that you don't need and you're just tricking it off for your own personal game because you're not doing a damn thing with it, man. Fuck Josh McDaniel. I am praying on the downfall of the Oakland Raiders because of your stupid decision to believe in Josh. How do you go from a playoff team that didn't lose much to this shit? And you added Devontae Adams. You added Devontae You gave up draft picks for Devontae Adams. Go, go ahead, P. No, you you literally said it. Like they they've added Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is still having a great season, but everything else around you is falling apart. And I understand Darren Waller is injured, uh, but Josh Jacobs stepped up in a major way. Yes. This is more the same that we've seen from Josh McDaniels that leads us to question: how does he get tagged as the boy genius, boy wonder? 
from his time in Denver to being in New England and underachieving with teams that we thought probably should have achieved more. How do we continue to miss on these type of hires? Um, I think that's the question that we need. How do how are we actually evaluating offensive coordinators? How are we evaluating their usefulness? How are we evaluating how we feel about their success when there's a limited track record of success in Josh Daniels case, all of that success is attributed to Bill Belichick. Is it not? And Tom Brady. So, I mean, Josh McDaniels can get the job off of what he did with the Patriots, but Eric Bieniemy can't get the job. Absolutely. And, and it's always going to come back to that because we always always it's our responsibility to highlight this now i know i'm rough i listen with that responsibility i understand accountability as well you can't have responsibility without accountability so we also need to hold our team accountable and lord knows i do that at a high level i'm very hard on my blacks but at the same time i'm hard on my blacks because when i see in the front to their success, I can easily call it out because I've equally critiqued their success as well. I am not as hard as P because I feel like the world is holding us accountable, but I will defend. I am I use the metric stick for I use a I use metrics for my blacks. I'll give you a prime example. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is arguably number two. But you put Pete Carroll over Mike Tomlin. You put Sean Payton over Mike Tomlin. I've seen people uh, put uh, what's the quarterback in Green Bay? Uh, 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 I forgot. Uh, whatever is uh, I think no. Whoever coaches, I forgot his name in Green Bay. I've seen him put him over. I've seen Andy Reid get put on Mike Tomlin. But Mike Tomlin does nothing but win. Even the fact that he, they've given him everything. Mike Tomlin. Did you see Mike Tomlin last week? Yes, I did. They said, I'm fucking working. <laughs> and he's clawing and scratching his way to 500, and I believe he's going to get 500. He's, he's too legit to quit. It don't matter what. You give him a rookie quarterback. You, 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 like, I, I'm him. He showed you time and time again, I'm him. Now, with Ben, I may be a 10. You know, if, if I can get this quarterback position stabilized and rolling, baby, I'm back to 10 wins, baby. But Mike Tomlin is him. He is always going to be him, but nobody wants to admit that. But but that's our job to hold up our blacks and compare. I know they say don't compare them to another race. Well, goddamn, if you gonna get that race grace, goddamn, I'm gonna get my race grace. Speaking of that, let's talk about another black excellence. You know, he he's been working hard getting the stench of Matt Rule out of Charlotte. I went to Charlotte yesterday to find my wife a car. And I got out. The first thing I smelled, I just smelled this that 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 odor, that grotesque odor of rule, still being scrubbed out of the city, man. Fuck Matt Rule. Let me start by saying that again. Fuck Matt Rule. He's a bitch ass nigga. But are we? Have we seen enough to want Wilkes as our head coach, or do we still want a window shot? We we've seen enough. We've seen enough. I have fought this transition because I did not want another black man in a terrible head coaching position. 
I don't understand why we want to fight for jobs that don't matter. Why can't we go into the big house out the gate? Why do we got to get the leftover scraps? But what Wilkes is what Wilkes is showing you is, motherfucker, you throw them chickens out back here. We making chitlins. We doing everything. We frying them up, and it's gonna be y'all main. It's gonna be y'all main dish on y'all's table when y'all ready to eat. I wanted the Panthers to scrub out because I did not believe we had the bones to have a successful structure in place. What's, what Wilkes is showing us is the ingredients been in the kitchen the whole time. Y'all just had the wrong chef, baby. You had a you had a you had a fry cook trying to cook. You had a fry cook in the back of a Michelin three star uh, dining dining facility. Y'all you, was you had you had a nigga fry making fries at McDonald's trying to cook that roof, Chris. That's what the, the motherfucker was. was on the grill with the he was on the grill with the monarchs on. He ain't have on the slides. <laughs> he he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. The chicken went on there, came off whiter than it was when he put it on there. Yeah. Ain't no seasoning. None, none. So you got Panther fans out here starving, ribs touched for three goddamn years, and here's and here's will come here giving us some fucking water and some goddamn substance. And you knew what you knew what should have put us on to the fact that Wilkes was him is yes. the first day when he got the job, and he said, you know what, everybody, if you was with him, you out of here. See Get ya. Out. The out. fuck out. The minute Clean he did that, the minute he did that, we should have believed. The minute he did that, we should have believed. But yeah, we we was too deep in our feelings, and we really wanted that top two, top three pick. So we was going, we not going to get that. We're not going to get that. But I believe that but that's we might okay. Not necessarily I, I, I'm need okay that. with it. I'm right. okay with that. We he's showing us what we need we thought we needed something else and he's showing us what we really need so i really really appreciate wills i will be tuned in to the game today i'm in arizona it's a west coast game it will be on fox today i'm excited i will watch the game i have not watched let me say this from front to back the last time i watched the panthers game from front to back was when i actually went to the game at Cardinal Stadium last year when Cam Newton returned. He had the I'm back game. That was the last Panthers game I watched from front to back. Today, I will watch a Panthers game from front to back, even though he's going against Black Excellence, Geno Smith. If Wilkes beats Pete Carroll, take the interim tag off. Take it off and then run the table. Run the table and we'll make the playoffs. You, if I don't now see, I don't know about you. You got to deal with Tom the next week now. You know, that's that, that's he, Tomlin on that. If Tomlin win today, oh, but it's going to be a tough time for Wilkes next week, though. You got to squabble next week, now. But you beat Pete Carroll today, the Panthers are going to the goddamn playoffs. And if you're going to put playoff Panthers in my veins, the year I've had the last two years from sports team, two or three of sports teams, sign me the fuck up, okay? It's Wilkes, I, I just have to ask one thing. Who is the offensive coordinator? What is your plan for quarterback? That's all I need to know. Who is the offensive coordinator? You know, if if you if if you feel like Leftwich, you need you know need to change the scenery. You want Bray Byron Leftwich here, you know, and and you want to get a little quarter black. You want to give us black Voltron. Sign me up. I will defend you to the end, Wilkes. But I I just need to know what the plan is on the offensive side of football. And I'm Gucci. Can I throw this out there? This yes. is going to be unpopular, but I think that it, I, it's going to be unpopular. 
but I want you to ride with me. The Arizona Cardinals right now, right? Yes. Not a very good team. Yes. Cliff Kingsbury, not a very good head coach, right? No, not at all. But could be an offensive genius. I don't think so. Cliff Kingsbury gets fired from the Cardinals. Do you do you think about Cliff Kingsbury coming over as offensive coordinator? Because at this point, Harbaugh's already said he's not coming. And Steve Wilkes is getting a job, so Harbaugh's not going. It's, it, listen, Cliff Kingsbury gets fired from the Cardinals. The man who the man who replaced Steve Wilkes offers the olive branch. Says, yo, bro, Cardinals ain't on shit. Come over here with me. We're going to ride out. Mm-mm. Nah, I don't think so. I I, I don't want him. I, I listen now, him. listen for everything that we talk about with the Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury is not a great head coach, but damn it, that motherfucker can coach some offense. It's the same thing with Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, terrible fucking head coach. Dan Quinn might be the best. But Dan coach Quinn has a resume. Hands down. Dan Quinn might be the best coach hands down in in the NFL. Just I don't care if offensive, defensive. He might be the best coach in the NFL, what he's doing with the Cowboys defense this year. He can't, he can't head coach for shit, but God damn it. He's the top defensive coordinator. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury might not be a head coach, but damn it. He might be an offensive coordinator. Um, I don't, I don't, man. I, I, I think with Dan Quinn had a deeper resume. Um, I have somebody else. Um, I want two people. I either want Pep. Hamilton um, from the Texas. He's a quarterback coach from the Texas. I, I think I know you with uh, Andrew Luck. Yeah, at Stanford and at Indy. Yes. Or I don't know how this Chiefs thing is going to roll. You bring him over home. You bring him on over, baby. You bring Benemy over. Get him over here. Listen, you get that glass ceiling the fuck out the way and let BN and me rock out? Yes. I can see it. But you know, I also like the Pep Hamilton because Pep Hamilton's cool and David Shaw just retired from Stanford. He might not want to, he might not want to just give football. He might come over and slide with Pep and, you know, make some shit shake. So I don't know, man. I, li- I like, I like what you're talking, but listen, man, I just like, I like being bold and I know we about black excellence, but I like fits. I like fits. Yes. And I think Cliff Kingsbury might be a better fit as offensive coordinator than a head coach. I, I, I just – my issue with Cliff Kingsbury is he runs a college offense, and the thing with a college offense is everybody always open. That's not the case in the NFL. I just don't I, – I don't think the Cardinals do a good job of, job of putting drives together, in my honest opinion. Is that Cliff or is that Kyler? I think it's both. I think it's both. I think it's more Kyler than Cliff. You see, Cliff Kyler don't be following the he don't be following the rule books with Cliff. That's why they be arguing a lot. They butt heads a lot, man. I don't know, man. I think that might be more Kyler than Cliff. I I don't know. I would also like I I got an old head. I wouldn't mind. Um, been out the league for a long time, but I believe it. Um, I would like Jim English, Jim Caldwell. My fault, Jim Caldwell. I want Jim Caldwell calling plays. He's been out of football for a little bit. I understand that. But when he was, his offenses have been very productive and he knows how to win. And I know he wants to get back into coaching. 
And I know he could coach some goddamn offense. So I would not mind Jim. I would not mind Jim Caldwell in Carolina as well. Um, man, let's get to some picks, man. And get up out of here, man. All right, man. Where we where we at the picks? So as it stands right now, because we made some picks last week in games that are currently going on right now. We made some picks for the Jets, Bills are playing, Browns, Bengals, Dolphins, okay. Chargers. They they're playing today. As it stands right now, I have closed the gap. I have okay. closed the gap. Shout out to the Lions. You know what I mean? Shout out to Utah for helping me close the gap. As it stands right now, P. Hardy, 60 wins, 50 losses. Julius Rock, 63 wins, 47 losses. Okay. All right. All right, let's do it, man. Niners and Seahawks. I got Niners, man. I, I it's it's I I don't think I, I don't think the loss of Jimmy G is a big deal because Kyle Shanahan and I, I want to tell my man Bernie this battle sometime. Bernie want to hear that shit because he's a diehard Niners fan. Kyle just needs somebody to hold it in a row while he runs the ball and play defense and take and take and just get the ball at your hand to the playmakers. And I think Purdy can do that. You know, he may not can take it up a notch, but I think. Purdy is perfect for that. And, and with that, I got the Niners. I don't think Niners missing a beat, man. It, it I got the Niners. I got the Niners as well. Shout out to Brock Purdy, uh, Arizona football kid. Um, Mr. Irrelevant also. I know it's been said ad nauseum, but uh, had a hell of a career as a, a prep school player here in Arizona. Dolphins versus Bills. Uh, to a master class. No Von Miller, to a master class, man. I also am selecting the Dolphins because fuck Josh Allen. Pats in the fraud bowl. Pats versus Raiders. Pats versus Raiders? Yes. Give me Bill Belichick. You got one job, McDaniels. <laughs> you got one job. Give me the Raiders. Oh, you're going with the fraudness. I'm going with the fraud. This is the fraud bowl now. Um, Giants and Commanders. I'm going Dayball, man. I like I like Dayball. Listen, man. These motherfuckers tied the last time they played. Yes. Uh, fuck it. Give me Ron. Give me Ron. Bengals versus Bucks. Noodle arm versus Joe Sykesy. Now, you know, now here's the thing with noodle arm now. It's that time of year. Noodle arm is grooving and moving. You're just uh, saying. Give me Joe Shiesty. I understand that the Bucks are on the way. Um, but as we said earlier in the show, there's only one team in the NFC who I think can run up against any team in the AFC and hold their weight, and that's the Eagles. Everybody else, good luck. And it's that time of the year for Tom Brady. It's also that time of the year for Joe Burrow and them boys as well. Jamar Chase is back. Burrow, they are – listen, give me, give me the Bengals. Mm. Give me the Bengals, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, something tells me Tom Brady gonna win this game, man. Give me Tom Brady. Something tell me Tom Brady. This is the type of game Tom Brady wins, man. Three and one since the divorce finalized. Yeah, 
Give me, give me, and, and I think and that one loss is on a that one loss is very fluky. Yeah, give me Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady has has IG models sucking him off, and he's in a different mode right now. Um, give me Tom Brady. Tom is Brady might be running through uh, Antonio Brown's old things just to kind of right. you know it, two can play that game. My G, hey, in the black coach ball we don't have too many of them steve wilkes's panthers versus mike tomlin steelers this is a painful pick oof it is this is a painful pick um i think wilkes's job is on the line today as far as not like him getting fired i think he can solidify his opportunity with the Panthers moving forward today by beating Pete Carroll. So with yes. that being said, the Panthers, um, let me actually go. We actually picked that game this week. Uh, I picked the Seahawks. You picked the Panthers. Uh, I think if Wilkes wins, he solidifies himself as a coach so he can afford a loss of time when I'm going with the Steelers. I'm going with the Panthers because I – I'm home because I'm home. He's home, folks. He's back. I am going with the Panthers because I don't believe Kenny Pickett is going to score on the Panthers. That's just my honest opinion. I think this is going to be an ugly, dirty, filthy, grimy bowl. And I just think Wilkes Wilkes is going to get one of the two. I think if Wilkes loses to the Seattle but beast to steal his taper got a temper got to raise his eye. He, he's going to, if I don't know if he's going to win both, but he's going to win one of the two. And I, I, I if he can't beat, if he can't beat Gino, because you're asking Sam Darnold to be something above his pay grade. I have to go with the fact that, um, you know, they're going to win. They're going to beat Steelers. And I'm, and I'm, that's what I'm rolling with. Um, we got a couple more picks, man. Um, the next podcast will be on the 19th. So, man, we got, we, we got some sexy kind of uh, – we got football. We got football this weekend, baby. So, let, let, so we, we're in bowl season, um, and we're going we're gonna to act accordingly in bowl season, okay? So, that being said, February – I mean, December 16th, we have Miami of Ohio versus UAB. Talk to me. Uh, is Dilford coaching this bowl game? Dilford is not coaching this bowl game. I got oh, my and real quick, I don't. It's off. It's off schedule, but we got to talk about it. Will Deion Sanders coach the celebration bowl? Have we I got? Thought he, I thought he was. I'm hearing reports that he is not being allowed to coach. I don't know. I. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. But with that being said, uh, give me the Mac. Give me Miami, Ohio. Um, next pick. Well, who'd you who'd you go with? Who'd you go with? I'm going. Oh, uh, my! I said Miami, Ohio. Okay. Uh, Troy versus University of Texas uh, Senate. I don't know. UTSA. Yeah, University of Texas San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, my son is at Army next year. We play both of those teams. Give me Troy. 
Uh, I'm gonna just go against you, man. Give me you, uh, you uh, got a black. I'm going with the black quarterback, man. What's this kid name? Uh, Frank Harris, man. Uh, give me the roll runners, man. Fuck it. Saturday Celebration Bowl, NC Central versus Jackson State. I don't know if Prime is coaching it. I don't know if Shadur Sanders is playing in it. I don't know. I would put it to you like this. If Deion Sanders is playing, he is. He is. Well, JSU's going to win. But if Prime ain't coaching it, I hope NC State beat the brakes off JSU. But I'm going to go ahead and pick JSU, but that's just how I feel about it. Um, if I'm gonna pop my my college football shit, the swag is never is not them, and it will never be them. The Miak runs college football, HBU college football. I'm going NC State, baby, NC Central, baby. I am going NC Central. Miak ain't no hoes, man. Miak ain't no hoes, baby. Um, I think I I, I just don't. I, that's just why I feel. I feel like Jackson State's winning. Cincinnati versus Louisville. Louisville would not have Malik Cunningham. Um, both of their coaches have to part. I am quite shocked how Scott Satterfield got the Cincinnati job. I feel like Scott Satterfield is just a, a safe haven for mid, but Cincinnati, Louisville. I'm going Louisville, man. Louisville has a decent backup. They, they're not a bit. I think they're going to be a little bit more inspired than Cincinnati. Um, this is my opinion. Uh, go ahead and give me Louisville. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You said Louisville. I'm going with Cincinnati. Okay. You just want to push your ACC agenda. I have Louisville. I think Louisville is going to be a little more inspired, man. Florida versus Oregon State. No AR-15. Um. Oregon State is like that. The boys up in Corvallis is balling. Go ahead and give me Oregon State. Uh, the Richardson is not playing. The backup quarterback has a uh, Jack Miller from Chaparral High School, Scottsdale, Arizona. Hey man, the backup quarterback. I don't know who the backup quarterback for Florida is because John Kitten's son got got caught up in some nastiness. Um. I don't know. Ah, Jack Miller, he's, he's, that's the one playing? Yeah, Jack Miller is the one playing. Yep. You say you got Oregon State of Florida. Which one you got? I got Oregon State. Listen, Oregon State beat Oregon. They did. They did. SEC is good for tripping off a game. A, a bowl game. Oh, boy. Give me Florida, man. Give me five. I, I like Napier as a coach. I just feel like Florida. You know, ah, give me Florida. Just give me Florida. I, 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 whatever happens, I can, I, I can get myself out the hole next big time to record. Um, Washington State versus Fresno. Uh, I got family on Fresno. Give me Fresno Bulldogs. Black quarterback Cameron Ward at Washington State from West Columbia, Texas. I am there with you, my brother. Give me 
Washington State. On Wazoo. Rice. Rice got five wins. What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, Rice got five. What the fuck? Rice versus Southern Miss. This is some bullshit, but go ahead. Rice versus who? Southern Miss. Rice has five wins. Give me Southern Miss. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Yeah, we're not doing that, man. Go ahead. Rice, y'all gonna go on to be great astronauts and smart individuals and engineers and all that shit. Give me finance managers. No, exactly. Give me Southern Miss. Uh SMU versus BYU because of the revelation and the racism of these Mormons. I am going with SMU. SMU got them strong ass uh NIL is going on down there as well. Go ahead and give me SMU as well. I also cannot condone the uh, the Mormonism up there. Absolutely. Um, North Texas versus Boise State. Go ahead and give me Boise State. One of our the son's childhood friends is committed to Boise State. Will be up there. Go ahead and give me Boise. Um, Marshall versus UConn, man. That that's Monday the nineteenth. We'll probably record that Sunday, and we'll figure out our Christmas schedule. But give me Marshall because of the black excellence of that coach who beat. They beat Notre Dame, didn't they? Give me Marshall, man. Murder yeah. Beach Bowl. Who'd you pick in that Boise State game? Who are you going with? Oh, uh, um. Probably going North Texas, man. I'm going North Texas. Where? All right. Give me a uh, Marshall over UConn. I we went to we went on an Army visit and it was Army versus UConn and I watched Army beat UConn without attempting a pass in the game. There was not one pass attempted in the game and Army won that game. Go ahead and give me Marshall as well. Easily. Easily, that that black coach has been cracking skulls, man. Um, appreciate you guys for. Oh boy, Kenny Pickett got a concussion. Jesus. Um, appreciate so, you. Kenny Pickett is out of the game. Yeah, he's out of the game. Trubisky's in the game. That hurts me deeply. <laughs> you, you got Kenny Pickett in fantasy. You know, I got one of them leagues where you got two quarterbacks. So I had Kenny, I got Joe Burrow as one and Kenny Pickett as the other. Oh boy. That's going to hurt me significantly. Oh boy. And it's really going to hurt because motherfucking Mitch Trubisky can't never find George Pickens. And I got George Pickens on all platforms. So. Jesus, man. Texas are cooking our tie with the Cowboys. We'll come back to that later, man. Appreciate y'all for listening to us, man. We got two pods coming out this week. Um, content is, you know, it's going to be out, man. We're going to figure out this Christmas schedule, man. But appreciate y'all for fucking with us. Peace.